and thou shalt be saved. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Ain't that the truth? Welcome. Repent. Welcome to Off the Books podcast on Aletheia Radio. Happy to have you all with us. Today we're celebrating a new day when God is doing a new thing in a bunch of old guys like us. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So welcome on this Wednesday night at 8 o'clock. Glad you could join us. Yeah, we're talking about wisdom. Yes, we are talking about wisdom and what it means to be wise. Yeah, what it means to be wise. We're going to step into uh, a wise man's shoes. Yes. With Solomon. Some, with yeah. some wise guy antics yeah. in the process. We are definitely some wise guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. So, um, as we do normally on every show, we tell you to... Uh, don't forget to check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, yep. YouTube, and all major platforms, majorly Facebook Live every Wednesday at 8, and Instagram as well, at Aletheia Radio, A-L-E-T-H-E-I-A. Aletheia Radio. Yes. Off the books. Yes. Yeah, so. Let's go into it. Tonight on Aletheia Radio News at 8, bringing you the goods from a couple of guys that are just as wise as wise gets i am your host me that is your host and my him him (laughs) careful let's be careful yeah we don't need to be careful and knock it off so um yes so um yeah all right so we'll um we'll start off uh talking about an obvious issue that's come up lately um Ty, the the death of Tyree Nichols uh, in the hands of um of uh, what I'm sorry law enforcement the, law enforcement of yeah. uh, what what was the state again I'm sorry that was Memphis oh, Tennessee Memphis. right yeah Memphis yeah really terrible to um to to hear that that even happens mm-hmm. you know um but uh, yeah so uh, apparently he was driving erratically um they uh it it looked um, suspicious to them they pulled him over. Um, I know that uh, that there was a, a little bit of a struggle when they were trying to arrest him. He, uh, he he wound up breaking away from them and fled. I know they tried to tase him when he was running or something like that. Too. Yeah, well, when he got up, they tried to tase him, and then he fled. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so then he ran. Uh, they they pursued, um, but uh, but I know they caught him. They caught up to him at a different intersection, I believe. I'm sorry, I'm just working with this thing. Yeah, no, that's all right. Yeah, no, they caught up to him. They tackled him down the ground, and you didn't really see much from the video, but you can tell that he he just he took a pretty good beating. Yeah, yeah, uh, you they know. definitely beat him. One thing that I noticed even from the beginning was that they didn't even they didn't try to de-escalate. They walked into the car. He answered a few questions, and they would just like get out the car and try to rip him right out the car, rather than you know. Yeah, like, it was pretty aggressive from yeah, the jump. Yeah, it, it, it was really aggressive, and uh, you know. And it's wrong. I mean, it's it's just sad because, like... Um, and when you get in that situation, comply. Just comply. Yeah, because... You, you know, cause it, chances especially are, a lot yeah. of the cops are, are scared, usually. So they want to detain you and hold you just in case you have any weapons on you or something like that. Just just comply, you know? Yeah, I mean, even, even if you, you fear for anything, um, I think the most important thing to do is to preserve life and to try to... Um, and listen, if, if if they if they mishandle you, if they tr- if they beat you, I mean, you can get, you'll be alive to get them, and your family won't be grieving. And that's you know, it's just it's just sad. I feel bad for his mother and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, I feel sad that he had to go through that. I mean, it was totally unfair, totally uncalled for. Um, you, you got five grown men beating on one guy. That's just 
It's 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 a pretty disgusting thing. And listen, those guys are going to face the uh, they're going to face the judge in more ways than one. Yeah. Um, in this life, they're going to face uh, they're going to face an earthly judge who's going to put them away, and rightfully so. I mean, you know what the you know you know what the sentence is for that. Yeah. You know, it's I don't I don't believe they have the uh, death penalty in um in Memphis though. Right? I, I don't know. I don't believe so, I'm, but I I'm definitely sure. I, I mean they're definitely going to face uh, manslaughter charges. Oh yeah. You have I to. mean if you if you saw the body cams they released mur- first now first degree this point, murder in yeah. that sense, yeah. Is yeah. they they you know, after it's all said and done they left him the, the he was handcuffed and he sat him up against the car and he kept falling over and they just left him there for like 20 30 minutes. Yeah, and that's you know, after after you have that kind of scuffle, you put a beating on the kid, and then you, you spray him with mace, like, in his face, like, bad. You can't breathe. You can't breathe. Point, as it is. You know, like, you know, and then right away, you should have, the medic should have been there, taking him to the hospital, things like that. But Yeah, and, and it, the EMTs, it, too, right? It, it's probably going to be, you know, like, some sort of negligence, because they, they, you know, I they, mean, they didn't do the right thing. And even when you watch the body cams, even the, the, the candor between the officers is just terrible, you know? Yeah, yeah, they're sitting there. They're making jokes about it. How uh, they threw haymakers at him and stuff like that. And it's just, yeah. I mean, honestly, it's a really immature stance to have. It, you could tell the even those those police officers were immature. They were yeah. they're immature, untrained, you know. And, and it's sad because I mean that's I mean that's kind of what you're getting in policing right now because really good cops don't want to be cops anymore. You yeah, know? well, and that's <laughs> also something that's that happened because of. Um, of being of being lumped into um, a few incidents, and then not even having the clarity of the of the previous incidents before this, has this happened before? Yes, has this happened in the same fashion? Um, it's it's so different in every case, you know. Yeah, I mean, listen, a life is a life. Well, and you also knew, like when we were growing up, you ran and oh, you made I a sh- you made a cop chase after you you're gonna catch a little yeah, bit of beating yeah you know yeah what I mean that, that was not by so- five of them but but you're gonna you're yeah, gonna get it even so like is that I mean, honestly, protocol that that I mean, they they do have a certain amount of leeway in that area if they're winded and they need to apprehend a suspect. I mean, there's very very specific. Uh, Not when you that, got four or five guys, but that, yeah, and then no. the mace. I mean, the the kid that was, was like the kid. That was he, I mean, unhurt. Now it's uncalled. He was unbelievable with his strength. He fought off the two cops first. They got got up and got away. Yeah. He was sprayed with mace and things like that, and he still was able to wrestle with four of them, trying to still put him on his stomach. And yeah, I you mean, know, but. You know what, honestly, like... But that's what fear does to you, too. His if you're mom, afraid, you're, your yeah. adrenaline's going. You, yeah, you know. you're very strong. And he called out too. to his mom. That, that's what killed me. You, you know see, what and mean? that's the thing. Like, his mom, like... You know what, I, I give her a lot of credit because she was just like, listen, like, don't start any riots. He wouldn't, like, like don't do this. Yeah. Like, you want to protest? She's like, I want you to peacefully protest because this is the way he would want it. This is what I want. And yeah. you got to honor that, man, because... Honestly, like you think she doesn't feel like breaking things? Oh yeah. This woman lost her son. son no yeah. parent should have to ever endure that. Right. And she's being incredibly strong throughout all of this to have to go up there and to say like no, we're going to do this this way. Right. You know, like I commend her on that. That's 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 a that's a very strong mother to have. Yeah. And yeah. it's hard in that situation even even uh, I can't imagine, answer, you know, and even I can't to imagine. like to deal with that and even, you know, yeah, well, you know, pray for his family, and and honestly, um, pray that God changes the hearts of the five um, of the five officers that that committed this this um, this terrible murder. Yeah, you know, um, pray for them. Pray pray that they um, 
that something happens. You know, you know, it's real funny because we, we were actually talking about this last night. We had, we had a meeting and, um, and we're talking about like our perspective of like how God moves in life mm -hmm. versus his way of doing things. Like, so Elijah's like, listen, I'm going to call that. I, I, I call on you, God, mm -hmm. like show these people that I am a servant of you and light this offering. Right. 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 So he's like, douse it with water. They douse it with water. He's like, you know what? Douse it again. They're like, all right. They're like, fill up the whole area. Douse it all with water. Watch this. He's like, God, show them. Mm -hmm. God's like, lights the whole place up, right? So God does what, what he asked for him, right? Mm -hmm. And what does he do after that? He's like, all right, go get those 450 prophets mm -hmm. and kill them all. God, God wasn't telling you to do that, Elijah. You decided to do that. You know what I mean? And when we get into situations like this, God tells us to forgive. God tells us to be the, the beacons of light, the people that bring peace. Mm -hmm. But we turn to Elijah sometimes, and we want to we, we we wreck stuff. Yeah. You know, we, we get mad, and we get in our feelings, and then, and then after that, we want God to show up again. You know, I just thought I'd throw that in there in the middle of the news. No, it's yeah, so no, but it's true because, you know, we tend to get ahead of ourselves with that. You know, even with easy, this, yeah. this instance, I mean, we get a, we don't know all everything right now, but uh, we just know that a life is lost and that's the most important, you know. Yeah, that's and, the most important and, aspect of this whole thing. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the important, I mean. I'm, I'm sure those officers didn't realize that they were going to kill somebody that night. I don't think they did. You know? I just think they were extremely reckless. Yeah, they were definitely. And and uh, and after the fact is what really, really uh, affected me watching it, saying like, you know, here this kid is hurting. And I call him a kid, but he's 29 years old. But yeah. here he is. He's behind you. And we're all called for that compassion. You see somebody that. I think he was a father, too. Yeah, right? and, it, and it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't matter, you know, whether you're a criminal or you still, you know, like. You have a right to do processing you, to get to, to that. To, right. And you yeah. get, you know, they, they're there to uphold the Constitution and they, everybody has their right to, to life, you know, so. And that's the thing. And when, you know, listen, that's the thing yeah. about uh, authority and power. Um, in order to, to properly um, have the authority and use it in the right sense, you have to understand that it does come with power, but the responsibility is greater for that reason because you're an authority figure. Yeah. So you have more responsibility in that moment on you than the criminal because you have way more to lose than the criminal who's already facing a charge. Yeah. You know? Yeah, what else is going on? Uh, uh, so, um, yeah, so I'm looking at this thing. Um, I'm trying to figure out. Oh, it's liberty.edu. They, they got good stuff. Liberty Biberty. Liberty Biberty. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, what, what is there's a, there's a rise in uh, Christian persecution in the United States. Go figure. Yeah. Who would have thought? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I mean, the numbers have gone up. I believe, um, let me see what I was reading here. It, it, it was really interesting to find out the numbers, though. So, it's new statistics on growing persecution against Christian, December 5th. Uh, 2022. Oh, wow. That's recent. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty close. recent. Okay. So in 2021, um, OIDAC, 
O-I-D-A-C, not sure what that is, reported over 500 anti-Christian hate crimes in their region. These numbers present a decrease from the 2020 report, which shows about 1,000 anti-Christian attacks. However, in both reports, uh, Ordak understands that due to finite resources in the general underreporting of hate crimes, we can reasonably maintain that the actual number of cases is much higher. The anti-Christian hate crimes in 2021 were directed at practicing believers. In the same year, Christian communities experienced 14 physical assaults assaults, four murders, uh, less serious crimes range anywhere from stolen property to beatings with a baseball bat. Mm. So, um, <clears throat> so basically what they're saying is that, um, and I've, and I found this in a couple other areas as well, is that to, in order to put a proper number on these things, you actually have to get real numbers, but there's not many real numbers coming out about it because uh, is this is not something that the media cares to address. Mm -hmm. You know, the media is just like, oh, well, it's, it's Christians like, like it's all right, mm -hmm. you know, or or whatever they think it is. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, you got I hate that thing. <laughs> he's just. Gonna, I see you having an issue over here trying I'm to like, swipe the iPad. It's he's a new like, thing. I don't like, know. Swipe, swipe, just swipe, swipe. Make it go <laughs> away. So yeah. So so there's so why why is there a rise in Christian hate crimes? Why? Because you have a lot of people right now that are saying things like, um, "You have to watch out for a Christian extremist." I would really love for the people who say that to give yeah. me one example of a Christian extremist. And don't say like... Um, I'll give you a crusades. few. I'll give you a couple. Go ahead. Yeah. Pluck your eye out and toss it in the fire. Yeah, well, people are... Yeah. Eat my flesh. <laughs> it's, it's radical language. Yes, <laughs> yeah. it is. Eat my flesh. It's, uh, not like, it's not like it's better to chop your hand off and throw in the fire than your whole body to go into eternal Take the plank flames. out your eye, stupid. You know, like, <laughs> it's not like... It's not like Jesus was like, eat my feet. You yeah, know, like no. it's, 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 he said radical yeah. things. So like. Tear this temple down. It's like, they say the Bible um, is, 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 um, it, it's kind of like a backbone but for it's, misogyny. But it's the point though, it's because, like, but it's the point it's though, because even though Jesus, it's these radical words that he's saying. So Christians have radical words. So mm -hmm. when we're talking about like, when we're talking about abortion or, or, or sinful, you know, uh, tendencies on people that people have, you know, it's, it's our language that kind of gets, uh, misconstrued as hateful, but it's not hateful. But it's, you see, I can it's truthful. I can understand the words misconstrued. Yeah, I can. But these people, are, you see, but this is the thing. I love it how people who have actually never read the Bible become experts on it the second something they don't agree with pops yeah. up. They're like, okay, well, like, um, there's misogynistic viewpoints in the Bible. No, there's areas. No, there's there's, there's yeah, misogynistic people. There's areas of people yeah. being misogynistic in some senses. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. But that doesn't mean the Bible enforces misogyny. Then they say, well, Bible, the Bible was used to keep slaves ignorant. No. No. Mm. I mean, maybe slave owners may have used it in some senses. And, like, you know how people, yeah. like, take that one scripture? Like that one, like, like the, the, the slave must, um, must obey their master. The master right, but yeah, what yeah, does yeah. it say about the master after that, about the slave? That the mm. master has to look deep in his heart and decide... How to let the, and, and now mind you, that word slave that they were using right there wasn't that. It was an indentured servant for somebody who was in servitude for a debt that had to be paid for that family. That's what it was actually referring to. It wasn't referring to the actual enslavement of people like the Jews in Egypt. It wasn't right. talking about that. But, um, but what it was basically saying that the master had a responsibility to, to analyze his heart and do the right thing by the person who was sent to serve him. Right. You know? 
So, but, 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 so if you wonder why a rise in, in hate crimes against Christians is coming up, well, because the people that are against hate crimes are actually the ones that are inciting people to, hate, to hate, perform yeah. hate crimes against Christians. Yeah. You know what I mean? And listen, I don't blame them for their rhetoric. I don't. I don't. It's because that's what you believe and that's what you're going to fight for. But have the same courtesy when you're talking about other people because people are always going to commit terrible, terrible acts. What we were just going over before. Yeah. You know, there's always going to be evil in the hearts of men, you know? And women. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and so, like, even when the Bible says in the hearts of men, it's referring, it's referring to mankind. mankind. Yeah. Mankind. It's not saying, like, only men. That's what I was going to say. Like yeah. Every- and at the same time, like, also, the Bible shows a lot of, of you know, destructive men, destructive women, people that are very sinful, yeah. but it shows the humanity of where, who, who we are as a people. Like, like we had that one discussion that we're, there's all, every one of us has monsters in yeah. us, you know, like who, who, which monster do you, you know? Yeah. And even Christians, like we sometimes say things like, like I don't cover up my language too much. I really, I don't care how people take it, honestly. So like when I say somebody like, who's that politician that said amen and a women? Remember that? Well, who was he? Was that a War- knucklehead? War- no, was that Warnock? It probably could have. I don't. I don't remember. That sounds like something dumb. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't but like, know. But I'll sit but there and I'll say like that was stupid. Yeah, that was dumb. Because the word "amen" because the word true. "amen" has nothing. to It just means like true, true. I, yeah, it means true. I agree. Yeah, or yeah, true. Like, yeah, all right, true, true, true. Like, like so you say "amen." It has nothing to do with gender. It's just "amen." Yeah, that's it. It has nothing to do with it. And to say "amen" and "a woman," you are. Obviously, Amen. you're obviously looking for Amen. a certain group to be like, oh wow, he gets it. Gets what? That the word means agreed. But this is what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> like so, so like. I'm well, sorry, now, so, but that's okay. I'm, I think I'm going to forego sports. We all know, you know, Eagles, Chiefs, go, 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 whoever. I actually want Mahomes to win. I don't know why, but I just like Mahomes. But go Yankees. Anyway, I was going to talk about sports, but we're going to jump right into it because. Because people also get the words mixed up with knowledge and wisdom. Because yes. even my daughter mentioned to me the other day. I and last said, week was knowledge. Yeah, my daughter mentioned to me. She, I was like, no, that's you, you, you gained some knowledge. She goes, yeah, I got some wisdom. I said, no, that's, that's not it. She goes, it's, that's the same word. I said, no, it's not. I no, said, see, see, knowledge is something you might know, but wisdom is actually, if you want to think about it, wisdom is actually the experience of using that knowledge gaining yeah. the experience in it and it's it's you know going through it you know like uh, uh, the bible uses a lot of the times even when when uh, they were building the ark and and even in egypt when they built the pyramids and stuff like that and and they used the slaves and stuff like that yeah the, these guys had god gave these guys wisdom to craft these things yeah you know gave them like even like in my job there's sometimes where i just could know how to fix something i have no idea god just gives I me i never that, know how to fix just, it just god yeah. just gives me the gift to fix certain things you know like just come out problem solvers and things like that these are wisdom is a gift that god gives you know it is because you get like this revelation in regards to like your gifts and you become pursuant of it, of these revelations too. Like it's, it's a matter of becoming obsessive about pursuing the gift that God's, you know, given to you. Right. Which is why um, wisdom is such a unique conversation. It really is because 
I, I, I love how people love the appearance of wisdom, but actually possess none of it when, when they go about like, like you can make something sound very wise, but I mean, you could tell you should be a wise person would actually be able to tell if this person has, you know, these attributes really embedded in them, judging by how the conversation goes in a matter of seconds. Right. But fools easily identify wise men from other fools. Right. Like they're well, like, like, oh, like that guy's a wise, but he's just as big a fool as them. Well, the, yeah. And in the Bible, uh, wisdom is used a lot of times as like more of like a, a you know, a, not an intellectual quality, but like a moral quality. Yeah. Where that's why it, it breaks up where well, it was men like a are wise. Requirement. Well, like in Proverbs, it talks about you're wise and then foolish. And the foolish are those that are, don't have the knowledge of God because the fear mm-hmm. of God, is the, the, the beginning, beginning yeah, it was the beginning of knowledge is fear. Is, fear of God is the beginning, the beginning of knowledge. Of knowledge yes. You know, so, so they don't have that. So they, they're, they're foolish, you know? Yeah. And I love that because it's like, it's like fearing your parent. Like, don't go, you go out with your friends and you do something stupid. When you get home, I'm going to tear you up. So you're like, you know what? I'm not going out. Yeah. That saved me from a lot of trouble exactly. in my life and too. Then when Listening you, to that fear. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then when you, when you come back and you find out, wow, my friends got in trouble. They're, they're facing something serious right now. I'm home having yeah. cookies and milk with my dad. Um, <laughs> right. You know what? Right. I, I think he's trying yeah. to tell me something. Yeah. And then you get revelation to his experience. Yeah. Wisdom, and, and so wisdom is, is not just a matter of knowing what to do. It's also sharing with others how to do it how? without them actually having to go through it. So how do you gain um, how do you gain people's ear when it comes to things that yeah. they haven't engaged in themselves? Well, it's tough because wisdom is, I think, also you're even though they didn't go through it, you're, you're sharing that experience with them. So they kind of can go through it because most people will. And then, you know, like I said, knowledge, you, you can give them the knowledge about it, but unless they experience whatever it is, and it's not just the thing going through, it's also in your craft, which you know how to do. Like God gives you gifts on how to, you know, you are, uh, you can write really well, you know? So, you know, just, I can hear things very well, you know? Mm-hmm. So God gives you certain gifts. It's just us. Rec- Sean can also fix anything. Well, I, you know, it's just problem solving. So I'm I a seen good him problem take, solver. I seen him take an iPhone apart <laughs> with just his thumbs and his nose yeah, and fix right. it. Yeah. So, but God gives you those gifts and you got to figure out what those are, you know? And, and, and that's why it says ask, right? How many times does that's, it say if you ask? Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's a, it's a gift. So just as long as you ask. Because you do not ask. Yeah. You know, I love that. Yeah. It, you know, there's so many times What's in the that, Bible. James? James. That is yeah, James. James yeah. 1, 5. Oh, I what love that. But if any one of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God mm-hmm. who gives to all generously without reproach and it will be given to him, you know, and, and it will. So yeah, you, it really will. You know, and, and that's the experience that you're going to go through. And I, what you're saying with Christians and the persecution, I think it's important for us to go through those trials and persecutions as Christians, because then we gain the wisdom that God intends for us. And I, you know? I, I think that's like the biggest part to it all too because a lot of times we lead pleasure-seeking lives and we're not really trying to process what the suffering actually means right you know i mean and then once you actually experience like revelation through suffering everybody turns into john piper 
You know, (laughs) you know, it's like, you don't understand. It's just this. Sometimes, sometimes he gets too emotional for some people. Uh, Yeah, but I I don't know. I kind of, I kind of like it for me. Like he, he was good for a while, but it's like, sometimes it's like, man, stop whining. (laughs) has like that sound, that right? sound but i, I don't like, mind he's he, he's so funny it's though not that way it means something <laughs> yeah, oh yeah <laughs> you know a, a lot of good bets even like francis chan kind of has that little whine yeah little, francis like, kind of does the thing, thing and then he's like oh, oh man you know you know <laughs> oh. I, yeah i'm sorry yeah, i love right. chan chan is my guy yeah he's Vody, one of my go-to Vody, Vody just has the towel and he's sweating he's like Vody yeah, starts off his sermons and, and ends them with the same volume. Good evening, church. How's it going? <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you something that happened this week with my seven kids. Yeah. You know, right? Right. <laughs> and at the end, he's sweating and yelling. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah I love it. Yeah. yeah. But have a good night. Yeah. Yeah, so um, if you want to go to great places in the Bible, um, Sean brought up a good point that Ecclesiastes yeah. is actually one of the greatest books. Um, of course, you can go to Proverbs. Proverbs is very simple. But um, now talking about um, some of these things is really interesting. Like even some of the language in here like kind of catches yeah. me off guard. Like so um, Proverbs 1, the Proverbs of Solomon Son of David. Well, let's talk. Wait. So let's talk about Solomon for a minute. Here you yeah. got a guy, right? God, he's the wisest man in the world, right? Well, what, okay. that's what the Bible says. He yeah, constantly he, he, prayed he, for he, wisdom. He, well, yeah, and God gave it to him. Uh, I think it's in Kings and Chronicles. Mm-hmm. He, 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 but the key here is the reason why, uh, you know, actually I'd like to go to it real quick. The reason why God did give it to him, because the, when he asked for wisdom, it wasn't like, Hey, I need this so I can get this. Yeah, he or was I, like, "How do I lead these people?" Yeah, exactly. It even got even God said it to him. He said, "I'm giving you this because you're in your heart. You weren't asking to be wise to be wise and to gain these things. You were asking so you can help." your people and do what you can for your and people. And that's something we lack. So when we're asking for wisdom, what are you asking for wisdom for? You know, that's the key to I need it. The what, wisdom where to your heart is. My checkbook. Right, right. Where, where is your heart when you're asking for wisdom? But yeah. but when Solomon asked, God was like, you know what? You didn't ask. And since you didn't do that, I'm now I'm going to give you those things. And more. Right? So think about this guy. What he had like 400 wives and, and 700 yeah, co- concubines. Kids. You know what I mean? Like he had... He, as far as sexual uh, pleasures go, he he had every spectrum. Every, like he he was not a guy you th- would think that was was wise. Well, no, or um, that you would think like w- was in need of anything, right? Yeah, right. Well, and then that's because they didn't have the state child support collection unit. <laughs> well, he had all the money, it. so it didn't matter. So he, he was, was good. the state. He was the state, but but at the same time. You know, like now that he he asked for this wisdom, God gave it to him. If you read through Ecclesiastes, he's like, all of this other stuff is vain. You know, yeah. like what w- w- he says, like the main thing of your life is to realize, hey, you know what? You only have one. Yeah. You know, and you you need to live your life. You know, complete. You know, like you need to live he's it. Like, wait a minute. Yeah. But after all that, <laughs> right? He's like, Dad, Dad, not now, not now. How do you like yeah. how do you get peace with a thousand children? <laughs> how do you get food for a thousand well, children? Well, yeah, that's why he had like what 700 concubines and they took care of him. So it, you yeah. know, it doesn't matter, but but um it's like you'll see your dad next month. Yeah. 
But it, it, I think it was in Kings, but I, I can't find it right now. But um, I think it's interesting that uh, the man that is known to be the wisest, the man that prayed for wisdom, that you know, another man in the Bible that God loved, was a guy who just couldn't get it right with women. Yeah, like what does that tell you? Right, you're like like he needed to keep having. You know what I I, I really liked. Um, I liked the decision of whose baby, the um. The decision that they oh had to yeah make, uh, the, well it was like mothers. all right I'm just gonna cut him that was a I'm wise, just cut him yeah that was a wise wise thing because he wasn't looking at it like oh how can I just shut these people up right now he's looking at it like women are fighting over baby obviously someone's lying yeah so why right. don't we make it simple we'll cut the baby in half and you guys can each have a piece yeah and like what and the one lady was just like no no no. Please, it's Have hers. Her. Just, it's hers. Give it to her. Give it yeah, to her. Yeah, he knew right away. And he was like, that's the mother, because only a mother would do that. Yeah. And that was like, and the other lady was like, oh, she's good. No, she's not. She's just, it's just, it's her nature. She's a mother. Yeah. It's so her child. She would rather lose the child and live than to see something happen. Right. So it's uh, 1 Kings 3, mm-hmm. uh, 1 through 15. But I'm just going to, in the one part, Solomon says, you have shown me great kindness, your servant, my father David, because he was faithful and righteous, blah, blah, blah. It says, now the Lord my God, you have made your servant king in a place of my father, but I am only a little child and do not know how to carry out these duties. So then he asked, so give your servant a discerning heart. So he didn't ask for like wisdom. He said a discerning heart. A discerning heart, heart yeah. To govern your people and distinguish between right and wrong, for who is able to govern this great people of yours, right? And then yeah, he was right. so pleased with this. God was like, he was so pleased with what he said. God said to him, since you have asked for this and not for a long life or wealth for yourself, nor have asked for death of your enemies, but discernment in administering justice, I will do what you ask. You know, so the, 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 the asking of wisdom was his heart was right in the right place when he asked for it, you know? That's like a kid saying, Dad, can I have $20 just to go buy a bunch of candy? <laughs> and he's going to say, no. no. But, but if the kid says, me. listen, Dad, can I have $20 because I have 20 friends and collectively a dollar a piece would, would do us, you know, yeah. well at the candy store. <laughs> like, you know what? Wow, that's a really, I, that's, that's a humble thing for my son But to no, do. anyway. But no, I'm not going to be responsible <laughs> right. for their rotten teeth. Yeah. You know? But yeah, I mean, Solomon Solomon was wise. Wise. I don't know why the H goes in there, but it makes wise. it sound so much better. Yeah. Wise. You know, Solomon was a, was a very... You know, it's funny. Mm. The wisest men in the Bible, the wisest men on the earth, on the earth are dumb by the hundred millionths of percentages in comparison to the wisdom of God. Yeah. You know, but yet we're like, wow, I mean, like that guy is really smart. Like Elon Musk, like think about it. You have God and you have Elon Musk. Elon Musk is a brilliant guy by by all human standards. But I think that's what we have to start weighing this against. And I think that's what what's a, a necessity in seeking God throughout these moments is to say like, all right, what standard of, of wisdom am I using right now? Am I using manly wisdom or am I thinking it of it in the respects of the one who created everything? Yeah. You know, it's interesting, too, because knowing, you know, that God granted him this wisdom, I mean, you look at even Job. Job is considered one of those wisdom literatures. You yeah, know? yeah. But, yes, but, but if you go through Proverbs, but Ecclesiastes is one thing that really drew me to this because 
even though it seems like he's he's like you know everything's vanity stuff like that but he he really hits on like all we do is toil and and go after these things he's like we're missing the important parts you know and like in chapter 9 yeah. of ecclesiastes he t- he talks about how what men are really you know who men really are and he says that this is an e- it, it's an evil in all that is done under the sun you wow. know that he says furthermore the hearts of the son of men are full of evil and insanity is in their hearts throughout their lives afterwards they go they go to death they go to death you know, so he's talking about death here, but he's saying, then he goes, whoever is joined with all the living, there is hope. So if you're still alive, there's hope. Yeah. You there's, know, there should always be hope. There's hope because, because I think in his wisdom in this thing, and we'll, we're going to do a show on this about death, but he, he talks about how you're living in this one. This is the only life you got. It's, it's a gift from God, this life. You were yeah, gifted. Well. Life is a gift. And he's saying, you're not using it wisely. In a world where people are talking about like, like the people that say like, well, you know what? In my past life, I was a flying koala bear with air ones on, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. like, no, you weren't, you were nothing in your past life because there wasn't a past life. You were created for this life. Right. Yeah. And like, what, why do people have to, you see, it's funny because like, so this, these pagan thoughts, like. They, they're trying to grasp eternity through a constant reoccurring rebirth. That's already been said, but in a totally different way than when you're taking it. They look at it as reincarnation. We're looking at it like, yeah, you'll be, you're being reborn. Yeah. And then there is an eternity, but you don't need constant rebirths. You need one. Yeah. And that's it. And that can come from Jesus. You know? Well, you can have a, see, that's a, what we call, a filling of the spirit though. Yeah. It's like you can, you're being, you're born again, but there's times where your spirit, you know, the, the Holy spirit in you seems, you know, non-existent and all of a sudden you're filled with the spirit again. I think that's your connection to your church, to the word, to prayer, yeah. things like that. And in those that fills it, you know, and also knowing because we get caught up in these worldly things, you know, we get caught up in, in everything that we, and it, that's why I love Ecclesiastes and what we toil after. And he, and he says it here, he goes, he goes, whatever your hands find to do, do it with all your might. So now that he's, after he talks about like, we got this one life. It all, all we're gonna, everyone's gonna die, basically. You know, he basically. goes, yeah. He goes, what, basically, <laughs> everybody's dying, right? He goes, whatever your hands find to do, do it with all your might. For there is no activity, nor planning, nor knowledge, or wisdom in Sheol where you are going. There is no nothing that where, when you die, there's not there's there's none of that's going to be left, right? Uh, and then he says again, I saw in the sun. There's a race not to the swift. You gotta be the, kicking dirt. Yeah, he's like. uh, yeah, wealth to the discerning, nor favor to men of ability, for time and chance will overtake them all. So, you know, you can toil and you have these grudges. This is like a guy saying, hey, you know what? You you can't forgive that person, you know? Get over that argument because you... Yeah, it's not worth carrying. We all have a well, time frame that we're going we're gonna to go, and it's like you don't know when that is. So get over yourself, basically. Yeah, you can't turn one hair on your head, white or black. Right. So, what, um, what, what really can you do? And I, and I, I think about that a lot less than I probably should. Yeah. You know, like it's like, oh man, I got to do this. Oh, I can't forget this weekend. Whoa. You're planning. Yeah. You know, yeah. Planning for the weekend. 
down planning for the next few years. Yeah. And it's like, you know, and it's like, but what if I'm not around? But was I think is in James too, where it says, well, if it's at least you say it is, it's Lord willing. Yeah. Lord, Lord willing, willing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as well, you know, God willing, <laughs> God willing. It's like you sure you know what that means, yeah. right? That's a serious thing to say. Yeah, but I think um, and and I think it's I think it's great though, because like um, so as far as Solomon goes, I think it's really good that um, like Proverbs, yeah, it's, it's he refer wisdom is being referred to as she, mm-hmm. you know, um, listen to her, um, listen to her guide, you know, take her guidance and mm-hmm. stuff like that, um. Uh, and but then he says, "Don't forget my teachings," as in reference to his father. Right. right. So he's talking about um, how his father represents knowledge, but his mother represents wisdom. And he says to uh, you know, um, he says, "Listen to your mother, and you know, and, and obey her, you know, for her wisdom." Right. But do, and and don't forget my teachings. You know. So you have this parental characters that come up in representation of knowledge and wisdom. And, uh, and he's learning as a young boy and, and, and his whole life that, that wisdom, um, that wisdom is very nurturing, you know? And I guess that's why he attributes that to his mother. And he, I mean, let's be honest, like he was very close to his mother. His, his mother was there for him throughout his craziest periods in his life. Like he'd be like, Oh mother, I got married again. She'd be like, you know what? I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't like it one bit. Right. You know, and she was listen, she she came from a crazy relationship. So she knows all about it. She knew it firsthand. But I love um so I was looking I was looking at too because the the intro kind of really states like the basis of what I'm talking about here. Uh, my son, if you receive my words and treasure up my commandments with you, making your ear attentive to wisdom and inclining your heart to understanding, Yes, if you call out for insight and raise your voice for understanding, if you seek it like silver and search for it as hidden treasures, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. So that is like constant, <clears throat> excuse me, constant throughout right. Proverbs. The fear of the Lord, the knowledge of God. But, um, but if you see, uh, it says... Um, Intertwined with treasure. Yes, Making your ear attentive to wisdom in representing for the mother and inc- and inclining your heart to understanding. So now it's like I remember like when I was growing up, like the the, the five percenters, the kids, like they would always say like, you know, this is my wisdom. You know, like talking the woman's the wisdom, the father's knowledge, the child's understanding. Yeah, remember remember that whole thing. Yep. It was like it was like a popular thing back in like the the, the rap days and nineties yep. and late eighties and stuff like that. But um, but but it's here, and it, and it's and it's uh, and it's a great way to kind of look at these things. And I love how he says it, it also. Since you brought this up, like he says, receive, because he also yeah. that also like in the, it, that's a, a common receive thing too. My words yeah. in Proverbs, like one, it says to receive instruction mm-hmm. uh, in wise behavior. You know, like you got to receive it. Yeah, that's the, like one of the first conditions of wisdom because it's something that has to be you know accepted. Yeah, and, and received. And like so, six it says, for the Lord gives wisdom from his. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding, right? Yeah. So the Lord gives you wisdom, but from his mouth comes knowledge and understanding, which is which is something that could be broken down. We could be here for hours on that. But I like this. It's something that's a gift from God. He basically. stores up wisdom for the upright. So what does that mean? God keeps his wisdom and gives it to those who are willing to stand upright and and 
and follow what that wisdom actually means because giving wisdom to a person who is not ready to actually use it in his life, and he's like, he's not going to walk around carrying the like noticeable attributes of somebody who has wisdom. God's not going to give it to that person. But I think also here where it says, um, from his mouth yeah. comes knowledge and understanding. That's, that's God's word. Yes. It's emphasizing actually something, you know, the word of God that's coming, you know, coming down kind of like, uh, in Deuteronomy when the manna came down, it was through the word, mm -hmm. uh, you know, of God. So I think that's important because that's where we gain as Christians are, our, our wisdom from. Yeah. You know, you, you know, it's crazy. Like, um, I always wonder like what type of supernatural manna that was like, yeah. you know, like I would, sugar flakes. Yeah. It's like, Flakes. <laughs> I was like, you don't Sugar. got any uh, supernatural PB and J? Sugar flakes, or any uh, any glittery, sugary. Oh, that man is good. <laughs> I like that manner. That's right. a nice manner, you know. But yeah, like I don't know, like you know, I, you know, it's funny, but they, but but here's that's a crazy thing. Like so, without the wisdom of looking at survival, for example, even they, they were like, you know what? I'm done with this manner. Yeah. Don't you got something else? We'll go back to Egypt. We'll get ourselves a couple of cheeseburgers. We're good. At least we got cheeseburgers in Egypt. I mean, I don't they didn't really get cheeseburgers in Egypt. But Yeah, what, no. It was lamb burgers. It was lamb burgers and <laughs> lentils and stuff like that. No, I think all they had was like bread, eh? Yeah. Well, no, I mean, you know, man cannot live stew. on bread alone. Yeah. No, but they probably there was a lot of stew, uh, probably with a lot of the animal parts that were least desired, I'm assuming. I can't imagine that the food was very good uh, in slavery in Egypt, but they did have their own communities. They were allowed to have their own communities within the confines of, of slavery. Right. So they had their a couple of, I mean, it probably wasn't great. I'm pretty sure it wasn't great, but you know, <laughs> you know, so like, if you look like, so if you look like, for example, like the, the examples in this one, it says, um, so discretion will watch over you. Understanding will guard you. Delivering you from the way of evil, from men of perverted speech, who forsake the paths of uprightness, who walk in the ways of darkness, who rejoice in doing evil. Mm -hmm. Okay, so like, it's it's funny because it's it, when I was younger, I used to I used to look at people that I thought had wisdom and make excuses for why they were doing the things that they were doing that were wrong, but yet I wanted to believe so bad that these 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 guys that I looked up to were wise and they yeah. weren't they weren't they were wise guys but they weren't wise like you know they it's just you you can be a good talker and fool and fool someone who is ignorant to Well it's to like what we were talking works. about before this yeah. right here is basically saying that wisdom's going to deliver you yeah. you know it's like understanding is another understanding knowledge like the another way of thinking of uh, understanding is having wisdom is your your discernment. That's why when Solomon said he asked for a discerning heart, meaning that that you can understand things. Mm -hmm. Like when so a, you have a problem with the baby came along, he understood exactly what to do right away. It's just a, it's a, you have a discernment, right? And then it says after that it says to deliver you from evil. Yeah, from the man who speaks perverse things, from those yeah. who leave the path of uh, uh, uprightness to walk in the ways of darkness. So. What's going to keep you from all this? And even, you know, it's it's having the wisdom. And that comes from, you know, uh, 
through God's people, the word of God. You yeah, know? it comes from, um, you know, the, the wisdom that's delivered, the, the, the discernment that you have to making the decisions to be able to get the revelation of the benefits of wisdom. And for all you crazy men out there, you're going to love this part. So you will be <laughs> delivered from the forbidden woman. From yeah. the adulteress with her smooth words who yeah. forsakes the companion of her youth and forgets the covenant of her God. So that's really important here. The woman who forsakes the companion of her youth, because back then you got married young and you stood with that person and that was it. Right. And that's, it and, and that's a that's a picture of of uh, departing from God's. Yeah. Um, God's order of relationships. Yeah, and forgets the covenant of her God. Yeah. You know, so like, I mean, it's not like you didn't have crazy women back then and crazy, like everybody was always sneaking around. Not everybody. No, but, but it was not, but it was open. Like even was, if yeah. you look at like it was open sexual, I mean, look at, I mean, even Solomon. Solomon had yeah. like, how many wives did he have? You know, yeah, I mean, it was open like, God, I'm waiting. You God, know, I'm thankful for your wisdom, but I need another wife. Yeah, you know, uh, and that's what he, that was his downfall. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and that's what was his downfall because he, you know, the things that that he did have uh, as far as wisdom goes, some certain things it just overpowered him. He I couldn't mean, you could take have it. That many wives be like, "Hey, Solomon," I'm like, "You, what's your?" You are, <laughs> yeah, right. You know, like you forgot your wife's name. You terrible man. You, yeah. You see, but you wouldn't have that problem. Yeah. Had you just settled down for a normal family like everybody else. Yeah. You know, so you will walk the way of the good and keep the paths of the righteous, for the upright will inhabit the land. That's a promise, and those with integrity will remain in it. But all the wicked will be cut off from the land. Now that is something that I, I love. As well, because it's talking about consequence right there. Like the upright will inherit, will inhabit the land. Like you can't live in those ways and think that things are going to work out for you. Yeah. It's not a very wise decision to continue acting in that way and to expect that something's going to work out like that because it doesn't. Yeah. Well, and in the beginning when you said it was, you know, it's basically walking in the way of good men and keeping the paths of the righteous. So he's basically saying, hey, how are you going to do that? How are you going to be delivered from it is also walking in the way of good people. Sorry, I'm like breaking the mic. It's it's walking in the way of good people. And then he's like, but the wicked will get cut off. And yeah. And and if you notice like the first, um, it's like the first half of Proverbs is really written uh, to young men. Um, it's really in reference to all the things that young men are going to encounter first. You know, it's telling you who to follow. It's telling you to listen to your mother, to obey your father, watch out for these types of women, don't drink this, don't drink that. And then later on in Proverbs, it gets into a lot of the deeper um, the deeper aspects of, of the complexities of what wisdom is in decision. I mean, right into, I mean, it jumps right into chapter three, right after this, where it's basically the rewards of wisdom. You yeah. know, it'll lengthen the days of your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it goes into, um, it'll add peace to your life. It will. Yes. And, and, and it goes into seven warning against the adulteress. Again, she covers her yeah. bed with cinnamon and myrrh. And, and I think that's also that a stuff. picture of, of uh, us being whisked away, away from God's word also. Yeah. Well, away from the wisdom. It's, yeah, it's referencing it's not just sin. always sexual thing. It's also your uh, desire. How or enticing even, sin w- is. Even yeah. in James, when James talks about the, the deconstruction of desires, it starts with just the eyes and then it, it starts getting to the point and then it, it leads to death. Away. Yeah, it chips away. It's a, that, like that casting crown mm-hmm. song. It's a slow fade. 
you know? Yeah, seven starts, and this is great. He's like, seven starts with, my son, keep my words and treasure up my commandments with you and keep my commandments and live. Keep my teachings as the apple of your eye. Bind them on your fingers. It's like, whatever you do, don't do it, you know? Well, bind them on the fingers. Isn't that one way that they used to remember things? Is like, hey, get, tie something to your finger to remember yes. it. Yeah. Anything to do to try to remember what he's about to tell you. And it's because, the um, like, like all sin, it just looks really, really harmless and enticing and pleasurable and all these things. And the next thing you know, you're knee deep in it. And you're like, how did I get here? Yeah. You know? And, I, and we've all been there. There's not a single person, I, I, I can't say, who hasn't been there. But uh, but these things, or we'll be going there, or we'll be going there at some point. Yeah, you know, um, yeah. But um, he's a forgiving God, though, and we're very fortunate for that. Like you hear that a lot, like about mercy and stuff. Like like we love to talk about mercy in church. Like God's mercy is great. Like really, like that's an understatement because we don't deserve the chances that we get from that we get from making unwise decisions yeah and and what we just talking about before is like also um what is that uh bad company corrupts good character absolutely right i mean you surround yourselves with i mean it was one of one things that solomon said surround yourself with those good people walk in the way of good people you know but in james when i was talking about james is james kind of does like a breakdown of it and he basically you know when people say you know why does god allow evil and and how can god you know put this in front of me and tempt me with this woman and things like that but it says let no one say that when he is tempted i am being tempted by god for god cannot tempt uh, by evil and himself does not tempt anyone but each one is tempted when he's carried away and enticed by his own lust then lust this is like a breakdown here then lust conceived it gives birth to sin, and when sin is accomplished, it brings forth death. So that's death. wisdom right there. Yeah. That's real wisdom. Like, okay, listen, God doesn't need to tempt you. God won't tempt he you. He can't. He can't tempt you there's because no it's, evil a dishonest, in him. It's, there's, it's a dishonest <laughs> yeah. thing to do. Yeah. If, you have to, if somebody has to tempt you to get you to do something, or if you have to tempt or manipulate yeah. people to get you know what you want out of them, this is where words like narcissist come into play and sociopath. Yeah, he says, and he follows by, with this, basically it leads to death. Do not be deceived, my brothers. Every good thing given and every perfect gift is given, given coming down from the Father of lights, which whom there is no variation or shifting shadow. There's no evil there. I just saw Solomon like Hulk Hogan right yeah, there. Yeah, there is no evil there. And then it says, in, in the exercise of his will, God, he brought us forth by the word of truth so that we would be a kind of first fruits among his creatures. Do not be deceived, my brothers. My brethren. Let me tell you something, brother. Yeah. You know this, my beloved brethren. <laughs> like the, we should have Hulk Hogan narrate. But everybody must be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. Yeah. Oh, man. If Macho <laughs> Man was still around, I'd have him. I'd be like, please, could you just... Snap it to the Bible. <laughs> Let me tell you something, man. <laughs> when you get around Jesus, man, your life just changes from the... <laughs> Bits of your stomach <laughs> to the top of your head and soles of your feet. I love when he runs out of breath. He's, yeah, he's like, yeah. let me <laughs> tell you, man. Yeah. I have, God, so, so don't good. be wise so in your own eyes. Yeah. 
Does not wisdom call? This is uh, eight, the blessings of wisdom. Yep, yeah, back to the blessings. Yeah. That's the blessings, Does yeah. not under, understanding raise her voice? I love that. Does not wisdom call? Does not understanding raise her voice? How that, do you... Okay, that's like a picture of, hey, you know what? Something's, I, I try to teach like my kids, especially my, you know Sean, because sometimes like boys can get a lot more trouble than girls. Do they have a little... Girls have yeah, a little, little, little more intu- intuition, but, but sometimes. But... But it's like when you have that feeling, she's calling out to you. Yeah. Something's bad's going to happen. You know, don't, does not understanding raise her voice. voice yeah, yeah. It, it's in you. Yeah. It's and, in and, you. But here's the thing. That's, that's the key part of it. So does not wisdom call? You hear the voice. So what is the understanding part? Receiving understanding it. Is receiving it, balancing it with the knowledge, and really starting to apply that wisdom into your life. Right. So now here comes what, 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 what the Bible is trying to say here. Understanding, raising the voice. Like, listen, hey, you know it's wrong. Don't do it. And then you're like, well, maybe, eh. Don't do it. Don't do it, right? <laughs> That's it. And then you're like, you know, what am I thinking? Yeah, it's funny it's too because my brother was over with his baby and she's she's uh, uh, almost a year. Not a year yet. I think she's like 11 months. I love that kid. She's yeah. like the happiest but, baby in but the world. But like she's walking and she's like going to grab the dog toy, you know, or something. Like, and, and, he, and he says her name and he says the middle name and she turns around and she's just like, like she knows because it. she knows yeah it's calling like we get all that inside of us we get that call like something's about to bed or you, you're not supposed to do or what it's like that and this is the importance of the role that god is trying yeah. to play in our lives right here yeah so god is god's role is to say like listen I've, t- I've told you not to do that you you are completely immature spiritually in comparison to where i expect you to be this is how you're going to avoid these problems like you're not going to touch that. Number one, it's gross. It's probably got doggy germs all over it and Lord knows what else. You know, I'm trying mm-hmm. to stop you from getting sick. But we, we're just like her. We're just like her. We keep crawling towards it. But like, no. No. You don't mean it. No. It's like, and he's like, hey, Sean. Don't <laughs> do, do it. Don't do it. You know, and I, I turn around like, you know, and I'm like, and I'm like, and then I'm like, <laughs> I'd be like, trying to play let me, cute let me, with let me God. Do, uh, did you see that? Did you see that? Trying yeah. to play cute with God. God's like, man, you're too ugly to do that. Yeah. But you know what's interesting? That. Like reading through what we just read through, like one, two, and three of Proverbs, which which is is great. But is like when I read that one in 13, he says, a blessed is the man who finds wisdom. You know, like yeah. it's something you have to actually ask and look for. Yes. You, you know, where, where out, Job, yeah. where Job says that there's a search, like where can wisdom be found? And Job, it's, he, he's like asking, where can I find this? Where is this place of understanding? And then God is, answers him, you know, like yeah. you're, you're, you're talking to wisdom. Yeah. You know, I'm the source. I, of I am the source, you know, in Proverbs eight thirty five it says for he who finds me finds life and obtains favor from the Lord. So, it's the Lord who has the wisdom. So it's finding it is finding him first. Yeah. And man, we could all do a little better at that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, um, I think that's the heaviest part of the, of the conversation tonight. It is that part. It's like, how do we, how do we seek him out to find wisdom? And you know, it's crazy that a lot of people like, they don't want to hear this topic. Yeah. It's like, Oh, you know, I'm going to seek the Lord. I'm find the wisdom. Yeah, you do. But 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 why? Like we got to, we go to the point where why it's did Solomon ask? What's your heart? Why would you need it? Number one, you want to honor God. Yeah. First and foremost. Number two, you need it in your life. 
you really need it in your life. Because if you made all the decisions based on everything outside of what he had for you, whose who's will are you actually following then? Right. And I give you your that own. hint. It's, <laughs> it's your own and it's somebody else's too. Yeah, right. Because it ain't his. Right. You know, and, and that's, I, I think, I think not only do we, do we all wrestle with that over and over, I think the Bible expects us to wrestle with that. Yeah. I think, I think God saying, listen, I'm going to give you my word. Here it is. Yeah. And it's, and you know what, if you read through Proverbs, it, it teaches that it's, it's accessible to everybody, yeah. not just Solomon. It's accessible to everybody if you ask with the, the right Jews heart. Jews and the Gentiles. Yeah. You know? And yeah. then and then uh I love how uh Francis Chan does that one illustration of that long rope and it's your this is your it life is and it's like go, this just imagine this rope goes on forever cuz you know, <laughs> right? He's like and this is what this is what you worried about? Yeah, you know, really? and, yeah, and this little this, part of this rope that's your life. Imagine this rope goes on Forever, <laughs> forever. I, I, I love it. He's so graphic, like, right? But but the picture he points out is like this little speck on this rope. This rope a that goes bit off of forever. Orange tape about yeah, this big. And, and if it go, and this this is what we're concerned. I'm I'm concerned about right. And the rope goes right off there. the stage. Yeah, and like he's out like, the door and you're concerned about forever. what's going on right here. But but like what what Solomon says, it's like you're you. We only live this life. Like once, like you, you got to seek her here. That's you got to seek the wisdom now, and and seeking wisdom now is finding God. That's what yeah. it is. Find God, you'll find wisdom, or or just find out that He's already found you, and just like it's like Jesus said, man, like He'll knock on the door. Just open it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Open the door. Don't shut in. it. Don't shut it, <laughs> brother. Keep him in there. All right, guys. See you next week. Man. We're gonna come in and we're gonna just yeah. Next week we're gonna one. be talking about the heart. Yes, and why it pumps blood. The heart of the matter. Been trying to get down to it. Yeah. See you next week. See you next week, guys. Love you. Peace.